0: Hello everyone, Sean McCaffrey here with the weekly wrap-up, and for the first time this season, it is just going to be football today. That's all we're going to be talking about here, and as you remember, World Series champions are the Texas Rangers, so no one will be baseball, so I'm going to jump right into NCAA football and talk about Georgia versus Old Miss. Reason I bring this one up, Georgia, a top five team in the NCAA, Old Miss, a top team as well in the NCAA, definitely not as good as Georgia, and that was shown on Saturday when Georgia beat Old Miss 52-17, to and Georgia cemented themselves as really what I think the best college football team in the country. They've won two national championships in a row, and boy, it looks like they're on the way to potentially winning another one. Of course, there's other great teams out there, but Georgia is just a different level to me, it seems. But most talked about game of the weekend, Michigan versus Penn State. Already, it's a massive game, but then you throw in the sign-stealing controversy with Jim Harbaugh and the punishment that the NCAA handed out. It was a suspension, but it's a weird suspension. Basically, Jim Harbaugh is allowed to be at practice, allowed to be at the stadium, but he can't be on the sidelines, so he's up in the box. And so it's a three-game sideline suspension for Coach Harbaugh at Michigan for the sign-stealing scandal. Uh, A lot of mixed feelings about that. It's very interesting that the NCAA did it like that. But at the end of the day, Michigan, they beat Penn State 24 to 15, a big time win for Michigan, of course, a rivalry game against a very good Penn State team. And it just seems like Penn State cannot win the big games. And that's a big win for Michigan, who is ranked as the number two team in the country and Georgia, of course, the number one team. So it'll be interesting to see how it finishes up down the stretch in the NCAA football world. Now moving into the nfl of course a whole bunch to talk about there and jumping into it there was quite a few blowouts this week the 49ers and the jaguars picked to probably be one of the best games of the week i thought it was going to be a great game you know niners they're coming off a three game losing streak jaguars had the longest winning streak in the nfl coming into this game on sunday and the niners just blew them out 34 to 3 it wasn't even close Brock Purdy got back to playing some good football after having a rough three-game stretch right there. All the 49ers playmakers got involved and it was a really big 30-point win for the Jacks or not for the San Francisco 49ers. For the Jacksonville Jaguars a very tough look and it's weird that after the winning streak you go out there and lose by 30 points. So a tough look for them. Going on to Cowboys Giants. This one was expected to be a blowout. Tommy DeVito Giants quarterback after Daniel Jones went down and Tyrod Taylor went down, so he's the third string quarterback, obviously going against the Dallas Cowboys. It's going to be a tough look, and the Cowboys win that game 49-17. to It wasn't even very close. And another one, not quite a blowout, but really not that competitive. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Tennessee Titans. Will Levis, rookie quarterback for the Titans. He's looked good in his first couple games didn't look great on Sunday. The Buccaneers clearly got to him. And Baker Mayfield, the former number one overall pick who's now bounced around in a couple teams, he's looked pretty good for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing quarterback for them. And the Buccaneers won that game 20-6. Now, there was a couple really, really fun games this weekend. The first one I'm going to talk about is the Browns versus the Ravens. The Browns won the game 33-31. But for most of the game, it looked like the Ravens were going to win it. Ravens went up by 14 points multiple times. They went up 31-17 to in the fourth quarter. Less than 11 minutes left. Ravens get that 14-point lead. And then Browns, they go down the field. They score a touchdown. And then Lamar throws a really bad pass. It just gets thrown up in the air. Pick six for the Browns. Then the Browns get the stop. And then are able to get the offense on the field to drive down and get the game-winning field goal. So a really, really big win for the Browns. And the Ravens, who just last week got a blowout win. Looked like they were going to cruise to victory in this. Lose it. Now 7-3. and three, The Browns are 6-3. and three, And that whole AFC North has got to be the best division in football right now. And speaking of the AFC North, the next game I'm going to talk about is Texans and Bengals the Bengals in that AFC North they lose on Sunday 30 to 27 against the Texans and really the storyline here isn't even about the Bengals it's about the Texans CJ Stroud their quarterback is playing unbelievable football he is just on a different level and right now he's looking like the possible front runner for the MVP award which is completely unheard of for a rookie to be able to even be in that conversation so truly An incredible season for CJ Stroud right now, and if he can keep up the winning ways, he just might win the award, which would be, again, unbelievable. And for the Bengals, it is a tough loss for them. After winning a couple games in a row, to drop this one to the Texans is tough, especially because they play in that really tough AFC North division. Now, this game was a complete shootout. The Lions and the Chargers, just back and forth type of scoring right there. Final score of the game: Lions versus Chargers, forty-one to thirty-eight. The Lions won it. Neither defense really did anything good on Sunday for them, uh, but Lions they were able to outduel the Chargers. And for the Chargers, it's just so weird that it seems like on paper every year they have such a good roster, and now they're four and five. It's been a tough look for them, and they just seem to always lose these close games. And then for the Lions. Big win for them. They're 7-2 now, again, have cemented themselves as one of the top teams in the NFC. And a couple competitive games that weren't necessarily between top teams, the Raiders and the Jets, they played on Sunday Night Football. Raiders got the win 16-12. So they're now 2-0 in the post-Josh McDaniels era. So they fired Josh McDaniels two weeks ago, and they've won both games. And they have a cigar tradition, it looks like, now after their wins. Uh, I'm going to put a clip to that. It's just kind of interesting. They're all in the locker room smoking cigars, but I guess things are looking up for the Raiders since getting rid of Josh McDaniels. Another one, the Steelers and the Packers went against each other on Sunday. Now the Steelers, they are 6-3 after winning on Sunday. They won 23-19, but they are quite possibly the worst 6-3 team I think the NFL has ever seen. Their offense is atrocious. Their defense is good, but their offense is just awful. Kenny Pickett and the rest of the offense just is not good at all. But at the end of the day, all that really matters is that they get the wins. So they're 6-3. They're right in the middle of the playoff race. And that just goes to show that every team in the AFC North is really playing at a high level. And then one more game to mention. The Seahawks and the Commanders. You know, but just in these competitive games here. Seahawks win the game 29-26. to 26. Geno Smith had a nice bounce back week. Uh, and Sam Howell, quarterback for the Commanders, he actually had a pretty good week, a tough loss for him, but he seems like he's the future quarterback there for the Washington Commanders. And the biggest upset of the week, probably the most talked about game right now, Broncos versus Bills. Bills come into the game as eight-point favorites, and they lose the game 24-22 to 22 in Buffalo, primetime football. The Bills turn the football over four times. And not only that, but on the game, they were up one, game-winning field goal attempt for the Broncos. Ball is snapped, ball is kicked, missed the field goal, and then the Bills had too many men on the field. So they play, so it's a five-yard penalty, and they get to reset, try the field goal again, the Broncos do. And this time, the kicker makes it, Broncos win the football game, and now the Bills are 5-5, five and five, and the Broncos have won three games straight. So really tough look for the Bills. They have a really tough schedule coming up, and the AFC is very, very competitive for making the playoffs. So it's looking like an uphill battle now for the, for the Buffalo Bills to be able to make the playoffs. And then one final thing I have to mention, it's a Thursday night game, and the reason I'm mentioning this is Bears versus Panthers. It was played on Thursday night of last week. Bears won the game 16-13. to Bryce Young, the quarterback for the Panthers, was the number one overall pick in the draft. The number two overall pick in the draft was C.J. Stroud, the guy that's right now the front runner for the MVP award. So for the Carolina Panthers, it's looking very... It's a very, very bad look for them because they passed up on the guy who was having an unbelievable season for a guy who right now is not playing some very good football. He's He just looks outmatched out there. Uh, Bryce Young is just not having a good year and it's only making it worse by the fact that CJ Stroud is playing really well. And for the Bears, their quarterback, Tyson Beignet, he's actually filling in for Justin Fields. Justin Fields is hurt. And one thing I just wanna mention about there, saw this clip this past week, it's gonna be in the description. His dad is actually an arm wrestling champion. Uh, they did like a sideline segment with him that was really cool. So check that clip out. It was kind of a funny guy. The guy's uh very well spoken, pretty funny. But going on to my predictions, as I mentioned multiple times, the AFC North, I think it's a real possibility that all teams make the playoffs. Because the Ravens, they're 7-3, the Bengals are 5-4, and, and then both the Browns and the Steelers are sitting at 6-3. So it's looking like they have a really good chance to have four teams in the playoffs, which would be really unbelievable. My other prediction, the Raiders, I think their winning ways are going to slow down. Obviously, they won their, their last two games, but I think they're going to come back down to earth, lose a couple games here because Aiden O'Connell, their starting quarterback right now, he's a fourth-round rookie, and I think it's going to come back down to earth for him. And then, bet of the week, Chargers, I like them, 35 of the bets are on them, minus three and a half. I think they can cover that. And that's my bet of the week. So this was Sean McCaffrey with the weekly wrap up. Please go ahead, hit the like button, throw in a comment. Let me know your thoughts. uh, And I hope you guys enjoyed.